Hello everyone. Welcome to our podcast, Parents for Education. Today's topic of discussion is should we should you be trying to make your child happy? A happy child is right about what every parent wants. Is it easy to keep your child happy all the time? Let's explore this question with Mr. Jim Zuers, who is the headmaster of Clearwater Academy International, an international school in Florida. Mr. Zuers has wide experience in dealing with kids from diverse age groups. He has seen his kindergarten students graduate out of high school. Mr. Jim is an international speaker and has delivered seminars in five continents and has visited over 50 countries. Please make sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and watch out for new episodes every week. Well, Jim, we have a very interesting topic here today. What's your opinion on that? Thank you, Bhavani. Thank you for that nice introduction. It's always, uh, it's always great to do these episodes and and uh, I think we've got a very good topic today. You know, should you be trying to make your children happy? And I think I've, you know, I've seen a lot of uh, things happen on this topic, both uh, with parents that I've worked with, as well as being a parent myself. And I think it's uh, an interesting topic to discuss. I think it's, an, I think everybody's goal, everybody wants to have happy children. I think that's, largely most parents goal I'd say 99% of the of parents and um, but it's interesting because it's a question of how do you how do you get them there how do you make this happen and it's not always so obvious and the pathway is not always so clear because you know dealing with children is like dealing with you know living living beings it's not like a, a machine that you can just program information into and then get an automatic response from you know children are very very different from child to child. And you know, what makes them tick is very uh, different from child to child. So uh, this is an interesting topic. This is a good, good, uh, good thing to take up. Yes, it is. We are waiting to hear it from you, Jim. Okay, great. So um, first of all, I, I think when we talk about happiness, you know, the, you know, we want to talk about first of all, two things which get very confused with each other. Right. What, like, you know, you can say, what is happiness? You know, and, and a lot of times that gets confused with, with pleasure, like a, a child playing a video game, maybe getting pleasure from it, but is it really making him happy? You know, does, is this something that kind of creates a, a happiness? You know, happiness is sort of a state of emotion. And, you know, it's not something, it's not only just something you're experiencing, like, like, like if you get hit, hit across the face, you experience pain. If somebody gives you a candy, you're experiencing pleasure. However, happiness is more like a state of a state of being. It's a state, uh, you know, it's a, it's a level that a person is operating at. Are they a happy person or not? And, you know, very often we try to uh, create happiness through pleasure by trying to give our kids pleasurable experiences by giving them toys and treats and things like this. But this doesn't really lead to an, a, a lasting happiness. It doesn't really change the condition of the child to being operating at a higher level where they're prone to being happy, you know. And um, obviously, happiness is a very large topic. Mm -hmm. Even you know, most of us as adults are still seeking happiness. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of us, a lot of us are choose, You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of pleasurable experiences out there that people. Mm -hmm are engaged in, you know, that, that don't necessarily lead to a long 
term of happiness, but just a, a, a short term enjoyment of an experience. Yeah. So, so again, you know, talking about those two different things, you know, pleasure versus happiness, I think is, is interesting when you look at your child uh, in terms of how that goes. And, and you know, pleasure can be a, a stepping stone to happiness. I mean, certainly if you give your child only unpleasurable experiences that will also not lead to happiness, you know? So, so it is, it is, it is sort of a tool, but it's not, it's not the only tool. It's not the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very nice. But how would a parent see the difference, Jim? Would they know what's pleasure and happiness? I mean, like, you know, a, a child is crying for something and the parent just wants to, you know, okay, she thinks, okay, buying him a candy or give him a video game is going to make him happy. But then it's just giving him pleasure. And for that moment, the parent is freed from the tantrum or the noise the child is making out there. So she's happy or more than happy to just do that and finish it off. You know, okay, you want to watch a cartoon? Okay, here you go. That's it. But I suppose when we talk about happiness, it's a much wider topic, right? Yes, uh, absolutely. And that, and that is the hard part because, you know, you can get into these sort of like transactional relationships where I'll stop crying if you give me an ice cream mm -hmm. or I'll, you know, if you take away my iPad, then I'm going to start creating it, you know, causing a tantrum and, and, uh, upsetting the whole household or things like this. You kind of get these kind of negotiations and deals and, you know, sometimes they're spoken sometimes they're unspoken, you know, as a parent, uh, you also want, you know, you also don't want to have to listen to this noise all the time. So you can compromise or give in in certain circumstances. So it's, it's, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous, uh, it's dangerous to set that precedent. It's dangerous to go like, okay, if you, you know, if you stop creating a drama, then I will reward you. Well, mm -hmm. that means the child isn't really doing it for the right reason. Like they should be taught like, no, they don't like cry. They don't, they don't, you know, use, uh, you know, low, low level emotions to try to manipulate parents into getting what they want, things like this. So this leads us to like the, really the question of how do we do it? How do we create this effect that we really want to create and have, you know, and I, I feel like, you know, our goal shouldn't be to make your child happy, but to, to make a happy child, right? What we want to do is create a happy child, not create, not, not make our children happy. We want them to be able to create their own happiness, to have their own stability, have their own emotional stability so that they can, can grow and, uh, you know, conquer the challenges of life, even with the ups and downs and, and still, you know, maintain a, a positive attitude. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, the, you know, so the thing is what makes a person happy? So what's going to make a child happy mm -hmm. or what makes, what makes a happy child is if the child is doing the right things, if they're producing well, if they're getting their work done, if they're contributing to those around, you know, those around them, the, the family that they live with, things like that. And, are they experiencing the pride of doing the right thing? So, you know, so, so what you want is you want to have, you know, strong children. You want to have strong children who can do the right thing and be productive. 
this will lead to a happy child. Okay. If a child, if the child is, you know, emotionally or physically weak, if they are um, uh, unable to stand up to adversity, things like this, they're going to be constantly dependent on others for their mm-hmm. state of emotion, as opposed to being, you know, responsible and, and controlling it themselves. Wow, that's very interesting. Um, yeah. So you so creating a happy child is what you suggest, right? So what what should a parent do in order to do that? Like any activities that lead to creating a happy child? Would sports give them the responsibility? I'm just asking you just yes. offhand, yeah? Something like that. I mean, I think, I think you want, what you want to do is you want to emphasize activities mm-hmm. where they are where they are exerting their abilities and, and effort and intelligence and things like this. So, you know, sports is great because sports you know, will help them build a, a stronger body. It'll help them, uh, you know, gain confidence. You know, I mean, I mean, sports, if you're very bad at sports, it might help you ruin your confidence. So then again, you have to find, you know, the right sport and the right level of competition. You don't want to like, you know, if your child is, is, not particularly skilled in sports maybe you don't want to put them in the best highest league or something like that and then they're just always the worst person on the team so you want to find find a level where they can have some success also you know but i think emphasizing you know acknowledging and rewarding uh good behavior and and good productivity you know you want your kids to be producers not consumers because as long as they have a consumer mentality they're going to depend on outside sources of stimulation for their happiness. But if they are, if they have a producer, if they get a producer mentality, they're going to develop, you know, that, that they are in control of and, and create their own happiness and create their own conditions in life. So you want to really validate the things where they are being in control and being a producer. So if they're working hard, you want to validate that if you if they are, giving a good effort, you know, you want to validate that, um, you know, just like sports, you know, producing artwork, doing extra writing, you know, producing on their homework. These are the things that are going to build a stronger, happier person, as opposed to emphasizing and being fixated on what kind of external pleasures they can achieve in life. So Jim, do you think that a parent who has more control over the child uh, actually is an obstacle to the parents to the child's happiness is that control an obstacle to the child's happiness do you think the parent should be giving the child more freedom or more more freedom to be independent yes I, I think that that's a, a good point I think I think a good a good parent is like a good coach you know mm-hmm. if they if they are you know, yelling and mean and, you know, always dissatisfied with the child, well, that's not going to help develop the child. And if they're, you know, too soft and just give in to everything the child wants, that's also not going to help the child. So the thing is, what you want to do is you want to strengthen those channels, again, those channels of where the child can be productive and and demonstrate their their competence and their and their ability to make things, produce things, things like that you know like like um you know kids are obviously very you know video games is a very big thing 
and and video games sort of give this illusion of accomplishment you know when you hit another level or you you beat an opponent it feels like you've accomplished something but in reality these are just sort of very sort of transitory again goals you're you're really a consumer you're not a producer so if you have a child who who's like super into video games and you can get them producing video games or writing things or writing a story about what they saw in the video game or things like this or painting pictures you know where they're actually producing and making things rather than just experience experiencing external stimulation mm -hmm. so that's i think the, those are some critical points another um in terms of like how much freedom they get or how much how much uh, latitude we say or how much you know how much they can decide on their own versus how much the parent is controlling them yeah i think another key component to being happy is that sort of self-determinism that that ability to to decide on something and set your own course so uh, i think that's important and you know letting a child do something and fail or try something and you know make mistakes i think that's that's important it's it you know as a parent it's very easy it's very easy for us to predict. Yeah. What's happened is going to be successful good choices. You know, as a parent, you have all this experience. It's easy to kind of like to jump to the end of the story and, and predict what is going to happen. However, the child needs to learn that and experience it themselves. So I, I do think there's a bit of that, like, you know, stand back and let your child experiment and try things and make some mistakes. Obviously, you need to step in if it's getting too dangerous. You know, letting your child climb a, you know, a ten-foot tree is maybe okay. Maybe you don't want them climbing a fifty-foot tree, but maybe at some point, you know, when they when they've proven that they can climb a ten ten-foot tree and a twenty-foot tree, and maybe you let them go up to fifty feet. I don't know, but um, you know, that's just an example or metaphor. So, you know, there is a lot of. Uh, I think there's a lot of benefit to letting a child have a certain amount of freedom and a certain amount of space where they know this is their own time and, and that time should be spent on creative, productive activities that interest them. Wow, that's nice. So we can say that, you know, a child should be given the freedom, as you said, but also the parent has to be supportive and also assure the child that he or she is there for the child, right? So that he can go and experiment and produce, as you said, right? So I yeah, yeah I think that's a that's a great a great summary. Yes. Yeah, that's a great point to take back home. That's really nice, Jim. Thank you very much for that lovely point. Um, sure. Once more, please make sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast and watch out for new episodes every week. Thank you, Jim. Right and. Absolutely. And I just want to wish everybody happy parenting. And, you know, our goal here is to make the next generation brighter, stronger and happier than our own. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.